Previously on Wild Endeavors. In the ruins of the subterranean city of Isreza, the wayward sons were reunited with some of the paladins of the Armalucius. The reunion became an ambush when some of the paladins turned out to be puppets of the Mind Flayers. The companions triumphed and were able to revive one of the remaining true paladins. This is the story of the wayward sons, featuring Amy Josno as the dwarven barbarian Thorina Thunderhelm. How do I become an unherald? How do I unherald? Devin Salisbury as the Eladrin wizard Varys Leodon. It's definitely not a demon trying to possess you. You're totally fine. Adam Rogers as the gnome rogue Malkin Kessel. Are you guys like fungus glowing right now? Because I got stuff coming off of me. Nick Feely as the elven fighter Aramil Galadinel. There's no assigned seats. <laughs> We're just walking into a cave. <laughs> Evan Chamberlain as the human cleric, Elevin Corster. Anybody need some heals? I can do that. And I'm Thomas Marsetti, the GM and producer of These Are Wild Endeavors. Same. I thought that Thomas makes... was pushing us toward the soul place, though. Well, that's how he railroads us, but we can go wherever we want. Yeah, <laughs> that's I wasn't true. pushing anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm actually kidding. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> and now... Episode 20, Harold's Call. city of Isreza spread out around us. In the pitch black of this subterranean place, we can't see it, but we know it's there. Its black stone towers jut from the floor and ceiling of the cavern like concentric circles of broken shark teeth. But all we can see is a tiny pinprick of flame, casting light that only the good of heart can see. As our view pulls in on the light... We eventually see the five of you standing in what's left of the third floor of a ruined tower. The walls are all but gone, save one small room where you all stayed with the paladins last night. Those paladins are dead now. Their bodies are being gathered and prepared for a funeral pyre by a Ciliatan Thras. Still spread around the area are the corpses of the Mind Flayers that ambushed you here. Off to the side, Chorus, the third and final paladin, sits quietly, gently running her fingers along new scars on her face. Just minutes ago, she had died. A mind flayer had cracked open her head and ate its fill. The only physical sign that that has happened now are the scars on her face, like cracks starbursting across a windshield. So I think I'm probably like still messed up from seeing that person's face be gone and then reappeared like that seems mm. oh, that's true pretty intense i don't get shaken by a lot of things but i think i would just kind of be like maybe like sitting up against a wall just like catching my breath a little bit i'll go over and i'm gonna go over and check on her since i'm the one that apparently brought her back um, i want to say through the link uh, say something nice about me okay about you specifically aramil yeah, right. Not Nick. I, I don't think she knows who Nick is. <laughs> He's got a crush on her. That's why you had oh, to save her. Because I didn't know like, that. Oh. Okay. 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 I will. Of course. Are you feeling okay? I, as good as can be expected, I suppose. Um, she pauses and then like looks like directly into your eyes and thank you for, thank you so much for bringing me back. I don't know if I can fully express it in words. You're welcome. It was uh, not your time to go. Tippis still needs you in this fight. She gives you kind of a wry smile and says, Are you so sure it wasn't Bahamut who put you here just to save me? <laughs> <laughs> Say, um, do you only just serve Bahamut? Like, do you have a personal life? My friend was asking, uh, wanted me to ask you, and I kind of nod my head to the, the shy elf. Her smile switches from being wry to more like a, dude, really? I did just die. 
I might like a minute or two before someone starts hitting on me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I will be sure to say, hey, at least uh, give him the ma- or give her the majority. <laughs> you know, or I'm bad at these. Uh, <laughs> Can I'll we hear him talking to her? Probably. <laughs> and Intercom would be like, "You're blowing this element. <laughs> You're supposed to be helping him, not hurting." I haven't uh, <laughs> spoken to a woman like that in years. No, silver tongue like that. <laughs> yeah, I was married once. She's passed. So Chorus is uh, bright pink skinned, dark ram's horns on the top of her head, and she has these large anime-sized, almost almost grapefruit-sized eyes, and they reflect beautifully that moment of going from joking and having a good time to Element killed the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. It's okay. She is at peace, and uh, I am following Tempest's plan. Go ahead and give me a roll for that interaction. So the conversation is not going into any record books for being good. Uh, but you do notice that afterward, she is not staring blankly into the distance uh, or tracing her scars as much. So you probably helped keep her from dwelling on her death as much, which is good. While Elman is checking on the other girl, uh, can I look around the area, see if there's any more of these creatures that attacked us? Without venturing too far from the tower, you don't see any more. Coast is clear for the moment. I uh, go and uh, side up to Aramil, and I like you know sit down next to him. <clears throat> She's totally into you. <clears throat> <laughs> let's uh, let's get out of the death-defying situation, and then we'll we'll figure it out. All right, I'll just make sure I keep you both alive. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, as you are sharing that news with uh, Aramil, there <laughs> is a rustling. And you remember that the three paladins were carrying this massive war chest. It's about five feet by five feet, three and a half feet tall. It has like four locks, one on each side. Just a big, bulky, like inconvenient traveling chest but they've been traveling with it the whole time it had fallen and had slid down part of the rubble which is what alerted you to the paladin strike in the first place there's now a rustling coming from inside the chest and then there is a, a bang as the lid of it opens and a person comes tumbling out from inside their clothes were probably white at some point but now they are mostly sweat-yellowed and dirty. They very shakily start like to try to push themselves off the ground, and you can see that the back of their shirt is tacky, and red and black stains are sticking to what is certainly a, a back full of injuries and wounds. In a very cracking, ragged voice, they begin to beg for water, and Asilia jumps to his feet and growls, Chorus, bite him. And then moves as quickly as he can to like come between your group and this person that's just fallen out of the chest. I assure you, even though this looks bad, this is done in the name of the Lord of the Silver Flame. Who is that? It is not something you need to worry about. Kind of is. They are a captive from the monastery of Draylock. It is because of information we have gotten from them that we've been able to follow the Cult of Yellow. Is this a yellow cultist? Yes. Hmm. And you can hear the person still kind of begging for water, just very, very weakly, like, water, I need water. I will uh, walk over and pull out my water skin. Okay. As you as you get closer, you see it's, uh, mm-hmm. they have bluish skin. There's quite a few bruises on them, so there's it's hard to tell if, if they're more blue or purple or if it's just a lot of bruising. Just kind of peeking out at the edge of their shirt and like the areas where the where the shirt is torn, there seems to be a, a number of symbols that are almost like carved into the the this, this person's flesh. Yeah, it says, oh, "Please, please don't put me back in the box. I'm like, oh, please, I don't I don't need to go in the box. I'm I'm, I'm better now." I fucking knew who exactly that was the minute you said. <laughs> For those of you listening who have also listened to the Shadows campaign, you would know that this is Rackham Bane who in the epilogue of that campaign we saw was recruited by a group that served the King in Yellow. Yeah, here we go. All right. We all recognize him from our vision we had, don't we? 
Did, did we see them? In, you saw them, when we yeah. Were in, uh, yes, you did. In, in Arthur Moore. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is the tiefling from you that you saw in your vision of, uh, as Arthur Moore died, was leaving through the aqueduct, and uh, he turned to another tiefling there, and she gave the sign, and they left a bunch of women and children to die in the city. Oops. <laughs> Man. Uh, who, who are you? I'm, uh, my name is my, my name is Rackham. Um, I'm. I, I think I I maybe lost myself a little bit in that box. Um, uh, I don't remember if you're from my past or is this is this my future or yours? This just got really meta. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're talking to your creator. <laughs> <laughs> I sprouted you from my mind. <laughs> as he says, like as he says that, um, Chorus stands and, and goes over to Asilia. The rest of you hear her tell him that the anti-magic field is gone from the box. Oh no, Rackham! I'm curious. How did you come across these to be in the presence of these people? They, they, they attacked uh, me and my friends, and they captured me and, and stuck me in that box. And then um, I think that they've they've pulled me out of it a lot, but just to hurt me and to ask me questions. And I, I, I think that was in the past, though. That was in the past, yes. Okay. Okay. What questions did they ask you? They wanted, uh, they wanted to know what, where, where we, where we were going, before, and from in the past, where we wanted to go in the future. Well, do you know where that is? No. Yes. Where, where we, um, we, we were going where, uh, wherever the heralds were going to be, the two heralds. We were going to where they are, where they are. There, we're going to go. Who are, who are the two heralds? He he looks at you and his eyes get a little bit wise. Like, well, you're the you're the one. You're one of them. Oh fuck me! <sighs> How do I become an unherald? How do I unherald? Should probably hard the other one. Do you do you want to be the herald? I will give you whatever shit is in my head to be the herald. Well, um, well, how did you uh, how did you become the herald? Involuntarily. Well, I maybe just do that in reverse or. <laughs> Can you can you just go back and not do that? I, I don't feel like it works that way. I mean, he's got a point. I think <laughs> I think this could work. Why wouldn't you want it? Because it's trying to take over my head. Why do you want it? It's a it's a gift. Is it? I don't like it. Who was who was we that you described? Some some of the other followers of Hastur. How many were there? When. When they attacked me, there was it was just four of us. And then what happened to them? Uh, and then I was in a box. This one seems different. He's not like the others. But he seems better now. Well, <laughs> I am. The last ones we encountered, they were more radicalistic in their beliefs. This one doesn't seem that radicalistic. Okay, let's get back to the important thing. How do I get it out of my head? What? You don't. You don't remember how you got it? Tell me how did I get it? <laughs> you the rod thing? You remember you came back to your village one time from a like a trip to the coast. Mm-hmm. And you saw your friend's uh Aram Stonepike's house was open and that was kind of strange. So you went inside. Her family had been okay. massacred. You found her dead, but without a touch on her. And she was holding this strange rod in her hand, and it was having you know, uh, pretty grotesque carvings of people being tortured all over it. So you took that, and that was why you left home. And then when you came back from the Feywild the first time, you were like staring at the rod, like trying to figure out what it was, just kind of going over things in your head one more time. And something happened, and it like put put a mark on your your hand, and then there was the. You know, the mark jumped around, and Elemen seemed to, like, send it off in the distance, and there was an explosion, and that's about all the more that you know about it. 
Okay, I relayed that to him. What does that mean? <laughs> he motions to you. He's like, come, uh, come, come a little bit closer. Okay. Lorena, I would be careful. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Very true. He looks really intently into your eyes and then squints. Uh, like squints even a little bit harder and like tilts his head and like, no, I still can't read I still can't read minds um, <laughs> if you um, if you can't remember that that's probably part of the gift that's one of that's one of the gifts of the, the mark of yellow taps his head a couple times <laughs> oh, and trust me, it's not it's not just the one thing uh, you'll you'll remember things that didn't happen or you'll remember things that happened wrongly or uh, one time I hallucinated that I traveled to a valley where it was always night and I fought vampires and a fish god and a lich and there was this brawny guy that kept bullying me but you know what guess what it, ne- it never happened I don't, I don't think it happened spoilers Anyway, anyway, are you you sure you remember what really happened? Um, I mean, are you sure that any of this is really happening? Um, oh God! Like, I mean, what if his eyes get wide? He's like, what if this is just all your dream? Okay, I'm gonna slap him. <laughs> says, oh, 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 okay. Uh, that hurt. So it's probably I'm probably. I'm probably not dreaming your dream. What if, wait, what if I just dreamt that I hurt myself? Or what if you dreamt that you hurt myself? I'm not high enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, for everybody, this is very unsettling, just in general. Like, he's very clearly disturbed, but also something about it, it does radiate off him a little bit. Like, it almost. It almost feels a little bit contagious when he starts, like, really going into the deep end, into this very convoluted existential paranoia. I'm going to need you all to roll to resist. All but one of the players resisted Rackham's spell. I told that player in private what the result was. So if you would like to experience the story from the perspective of the rest of the party, you can skip ahead here in just a moment and not know the result of the spell. To that end, you'll want to skip ahead 30 seconds now. Aramil, as you think back on your life, wondering and pondering if it is a dream or if it has been real, you suddenly start to see a pattern that every time you were in mortal danger, you survived because Thorina was there. She must be a lucky charm or you must be somehow cosmically linked to her. You are almost overwhelmed with the desire to stay as close as possible to Thorina so that bad things can't happen to you. I'm going to turn around and look at our paladin friends. Uh, what are they doing? They are just kind of watching you all. They're not trying to attack us, like, writing to attack us, are they? No, no, no. No, they, um, I mean, they're watching and they look they look nervous and they look ready, but they are more worried about, they seem more worried about Rackham uh, right. than all of you. I'm gonna. I'll stand. I guess I wasn't really like joined in the conversation. I'll like stand up and walk over to, like, where the conversation's happening. I was kind of like still sitting up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Rackham is just very quietly, like, convolutedly, existentially ranting right now. And can I get a can I get his attention and be like, you mentioned two heralds. Um, who's the other? Um, yes. Um, uh, I think I think their name is Blicklock Lore. And what a type of person creature is this? They're they're a herald of the devourer. No, but like you're a are tiefling. They... I'm a dwarf. What's their race? He's a. <laughs> oh, I don't know. They've been foretold. Oh, so you've never met them? No. Hmm. And how ha- and how do you know if you will see this one? Well, I guess I would just know. Were you going to meet this person? Yeah, yeah. I, we were. We were going to lead her. I mean, not to Thorina. We were going to lead her to Blitlock Lore. Mm. If we let you go right now, where would you go? Uh, I would go back to my sister. And and where is she? Uh, I left her near Arthurmore. Who is your sister? 
her name is Calico. Um, she, you know, she really needs me. Uh, she, she counts on me for a lot of things and probably mm. without me, like every, everything is just a mess. Like I, I've, I've got to go take care of her. Like, how do you know that you actually have a sister and you didn't just dream that you had a sister? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Bring that up. Uh, you blow his mind. <laughs> how do you know? How do you even know you're talking to us right now? Yeah, what if we're not real? What if I'm not actually the Herald? Well, I mean, none none of this is real. Ever. No. This whole world is just the dream of Hastur. Mm. When he wakes, all this ends. That's That's why we want to wake everybody up. So that we end it? Yeah. What if... Is anybody else against me killing this guy? Wait. What if we need to follow the white rabbit? Siliat, what what do you need this guy for? Why were you carrying him in a box? We were hoping he'd lead us to the heart of the cult, so we could weed them out of this area. Has he actually given you any usable information? Because right now we're not getting anything. He's gotten us this far. Well, this far is... So far, pretty good. Anybody else miss the whole "he's trying to use me to end the world" thing? Like, <laughs> we're not we're not gonna let. We that don't happen. think that's a problem. Yeah, he's obviously he's not in charge. He can say whatever yeah. he wants. Like, we, we just can put him his... back in the box. Yeah. Put him back in the box. No, don't put me back in the box. I don't think I'm, that. Would be I don't think he's a threat. I just physically. I just want to go back to my sister. This I man is clearly mentally ill. Over I don't the link, I'll say, is. like, I don't think the box works anymore. They just said that it doesn't have magic. So. Suddenly, Rackham's eyes get big, and he sits fully straight. There, there, you, you can hear. Look like lower, right? Can you hear uh, and then, Thorina, you begin to hear a distant rumble, like, like thunder rolling across the plains, but like miles and miles away. Except that this particular thunder just rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls. What, what, um, is Flicklock lore supposed to be a creature or is it a, um, phenomenon? They've been, they've been here for a long time waiting for us. Mm. In the not real world. Uh, yes. No. Could you lead us to the cultists in this area? No. Could you lead us to to Blicklock lore? It's coming. What do you mean it's coming? Y'all don't hear that? No. Oh, God. No, you'll have to go to it. Oh, good. Well, can you take us to it, Thorina? I... fuck. I think so. There's only one way we can end this. Rackham looks... You hear it. You're here, right? Gosh, I wish I... What's up? <laughs> wish I didn't. But I do. Good, 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 good. Then, then you don't need me. You can just you can just let me go. Just, I'll take... Let me take this water, and, and I'll go find my sister, and uh, and everybody everybody would be fine. Uh, so you don't want to see the world end? Uh, I'm, I'm one of the chosen. I, I will awake before the world ends. And what about your sister? I'm gonna try to get her to wake up, too. Again, we shouldn't jump to conclusions just yet. What can what conclusions are we jumping to? Nothing. Uh, I say that in the link. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, if we were not distracted by this person right now, what would, what would we have done? Well, I mean, our goal was to track down this yellow cultist down here. Yeah. He seemed like our best lead to get to the yellow cultist, so... I agree. I see no lead coming from this. We still have no concrete information. Well, we also know nothing do- of the Yellow Cultist, and he seems to really be the only one. Do I still hear the rumbling? Yes. The way it is, seems to be echoing throughout this big, uh, this massive cavern, uh, it seems to be coming from the direction of the fungal city. Darling, I'm going to inform them that the herald that he so conveniently mentioned, I am now hearing weird noises come from the fungal city, and since apparently he thinks I can listen to the other herald, I'm concerned that might be that connection. Hmm. I'll open. I'll openly say, not in the calm. 
Therina, you you have saved us so many times. Where do you think we should go? I want to follow you. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Rackham's like, yeah, yeah. She knows where to go. I can. You can just let me go. I can just go. I can just go back and find my sister, right? Well, unfortunately, you weren't. You're not like our prisoner. You're their prisoner. So you have to convince them. Valid point. He sighs. And then his eyes flash yellow. And you all are thrown back. When you hit, like, it knocks the wind out of you, but it doesn't really hurt. More concerning is that you can't move. And Rackham stands up, and my, my asking was a courtesy for not throwing me back in the box. I'm a chosen repastor. And the symbols on his chest and arm begin to glow. And then his shirt begins to smoke and is enveloped by a, a flash of yellow fire as the symbols burn so hot that the, 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 the shirt just vanishes. We are all just shadows in this dream. The difference between you and me is that I'm waking up. Uh, and a small little yellow flame jumps out of his palm onto the ground, then grows very rapidly into the roughly the size of a, and shape of a door. And he says, Litlock Lore has your answers. Go to them. I'm going to my sister. He walks through the patch of yellow fire, and then he, the door, and the magic holding you all vanishes. Hmm. He is pretty powerful. The fuck? <laughs> See, he clearly is better. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't think he was much of a threat to us. I think he was very sincere in wanting to find his sister. I mean, I believe that, and I wasn't going to stop him. Yeah, I agree. I he was weird, but I, I didn't think he was dangerous. Did, did he take one of our water skins? Yeah, yeah, he took one water skin. Okay, cool. So yeah. yeah we can we, can we uh, go back to the fact that he said uh, I'm supposed to end the world? I do think that we should go find this. Well, so Raina, lore. We're not going to let that happen now, are we? So the paladins are clearly not super happy about all that that just went down. I'm going to say in the in, in the link. Do they know that Thorina has a tie to the? King in yellow. Uh, we gave them a vague hint. Okay. Yeah, we did give them a, a pretty vague hint. Mm-hmm. I don't. If, I don't know. I don't think they know about the Herald thing, which apparently I'm one yeah. of two. If we're gonna follow Thorina, which I think we should do, we should to, where, to wherever she goes. Mm-hmm. Um, should we tell them? It could be help. It might complicate things, but it could also help. Um, as long as they promise not to kill me. We're not going to let that happen. I don't I care trust who they Y'all to sedate me without killing me, but I don't trust them to not kill me. We're not going to let it come to that. Thorina, you know nothing. You know nothing about Flickluckler. This this is the first time you've ever heard that. Uh, that's the first time I'm hearing that. But I'm also hearing this weird thundering noise come from a far off direction that is allegedly that. So I'm guessing we need to go that way. Sounds like it's coming from the fungal city. Wherever wherever you go, I go. Alright. Well, as soon as they promise not to kill you, you should promise not to get us killed in the future. I will do my best. But if it starts to look like somebody's trying to control me, knock me the fuck out. Okay, thanks. Well, also, if it looks like a situation where you need to join the rest of the group and not stay behind by yourself, you should join the rest of the group. <laughs> Your one-time decision almost got us killed. Uh, that's not the first time I've almost got us killed. Come on, get real. I mean, She's trying fair. to end the world. I'll say yeah, she really. is never, never, never going to be by herself. That is, that's what friends are, you jerk. <laughs> As you are having this uh, internal conversation... Massilia um, comes up and we need to move. The mind flayers will know what we have done and where we are. They will be coming in force. We need to not be here when they arrive. We can discuss what just happened later. I agree. I personally think we should head back to the fungal city. That so-called chosen seemed to think that she knew where to find this other herald. Is that where you're going? Yes. Yep. We would like to go with you. By all means. Let's okay. not forget that in the direction of the Funkle City previously we got 
our shit kicked by something yeah, they, we couldn't see. But they got they got they just came from there, so who knows? You also have a teleportation glyph there. Oh yeah, we do. You have all maybe kinds of options. Well, maybe I should go, and then you guys just meet me there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, uh, whenever we talk to each other in the link, I imagine it's a lot of us just kind of like stopping and staring at each other, and then like cha- change who you stare at while that person's <laughs> talking, and then everybody around us is just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh yeah, I assume it's like a very like Downton Abbey kind of thing. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I always pictured we were just doing like, menial tasks or something. <laughs> You've probably gotten better about it now, like not yeah. just like just staring at each other awkwardly, but <laughs> <laughs> like just a- adjusting your cloak or you know resettling it's... of your bag or something. That it, it, it is funny to think about. <laughs> also, let's not forget that the third place that the uh, information guy told us about is back that way. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. We've already visited the other two. So. Should we? Yeah, let's just go. Okay. So let's start at the Fungal City. Malcolm says, I think I might be their king now. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Varys, what does the teleport look like? Kind of like whenever I fought Dakin, like the Pool of Elder Starlight kind of pulls from me and spreads around all of us. And uh, we all kind of sink into it a little bit and then it kind of consumes us. And we reappear. Nice. So, on the other side, you come back into a city that is not terribly dissimilar from the ruins that you were just in. The most immediate difference you know, is there's a faint glow coming from kind of just about all over this place. But there are a number of buildings that seem to be carved into the cavern walls or into the stalactites and stalagmites. Also, like, mixed in between these, like, these towers of natural shape are a number of buildings that seem to be built to, like, accentuate their sharp corners. Like, almost every building uh, or structure that you can see has at least one mushroom growing from it or some type of fungus. These range in size from, like, Malkin size to, like, four or five story tall umbrellas. The city is deadly silent. The green light is the strongest from around the, the various fungal growths in the city. Lorena, do you hear anything? Is that louder? It is a little bit louder. Okay. It seems to be coming from the south toward the water where you first came to the city. I will say let's follow the sound. Is it over by the water? I think so. That would make sense. I think we're, we're ending up going where Melisandre or whatever his name was told us to go. Mm-hmm. Miravor. Yeah, that. You make your way through the city. As you do, you see the occasional eyes light up in a darkened doorway or on top of a building. As like one of the, the fungal gnomes has shuffled their way toward the street a little bit, just kind of see what's going on. And they see you there and don't seem to really care. So like after this, you know, these eyes kind of appear in the doorway, they just disappear. And you make your way back to the water's edge. There's a dock that runs along the entire like length of this underground sea. It's pretty run down. A lot of the boards are rotting and some of them have fallen into the, the water already. Um, there are no boats around that you can see. I say, do you uh, paladins happen to be hiding a boat somewhere around here? Because it seems we have to go across the sea. Could uh, maybe one of Malkin's people provide us a boat? I am a man of the people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm probably just going to go and chat up a couple of them and ask if, if anybody has access to a, a vessel that we could use to traverse the water. So, yeah, I think if you, you head back into the city a little bit, like, you don't have to go very far to find some of the, just, like, the fungus growing out of the buildings is, like, trying to communicate with you as well when you start talking. And so they communicate mostly with you in terms, like, there's more, like, images or, like, flashes of things. So I think there's a little bit of back and forth while you try to explain to them what a boat is and, like, what you needed to do. Uh, they eventually get to a point where they, they show you a picture of, like, you standing on top of a mushroom that is, like, floating on the water. Then all along the waterfront, those buildings, like, all the, the fungus that are there, there's just a huge 
like whooshing sound as this massive cloud of spores comes like bursting out of all the fungus on the waterfront and it begins to kind of swirl down toward where the rest of your your the party is and the spores begin to settle down onto that the beach area and as it starts to settle they start to kind of like accumulate and begin to grow and something is starting to grow on the beach near where you are guys i was only kidding but he really is their god i'm kind of a big deal (laughs) it's the closest to magic he's ever (laughs) i mean i'm impressed it's good you impressed the wizard it it doesn't take very long for the like a very vague outline of a boat to take shape in this mass of spores that's growing on the on the beach so you can tell like they're trying to grow a boat large enough for all eight of you Malcolm basically 3D printed a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's definitely got it going. Uh, And so that's the only drawback is it will take a little while for it to grow. Let's just like, let's just have like a fireside chat. Like, how do you guys think this, uh, the adventure is going? Oh, you know, it's good. We haven't died yet. We really could use another Crucius here in in a hot minute. Well, I feel like our Herald friend might be able to provide sometime. How are you holding up there, Lorena? I have no idea. I'm a little freaked out still. Are you prepared to fight this thing that's supposedly meant for you? I mean, I'm 90% sure it's gonna, like, take over my brain or something. And, and you I'll know, just... we're not gonna let that happen. Or at least we're gonna try and let that happen. All the, all the stuff you told Rackham earlier about your past, do you believe they get to you at all? Do you believe that it was fake? Do I, I believe my past is fake? No. Right? Can't be. I mean, I just didn't know if any of this was resonating with you. You can talk I to don't me. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, nobody. We, we've all saved each other's lives many times. No, no, here we go again. <laughs> I'm just saying that we, we got your back. Uh huh. That's that's great news. <laughs> We're not going to end up like everybody else in your past. You just got to count Thanks. on this. I'm just trying Thanks. to be nice. Okay. You all, you've been looking at me weird ever since then mentioned that I had like was some sort of necromancer. I'm not a necromancer. Well, I I don't know who you're trying to necromance, so neck neck romance. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. It was clever. I know, right? Well, hopefully, if things work out, you will be able to see who she is. Hmm. Okay, so back to what we were doing. Yes. Okay. As you paddle along the sea ahead and around and behind you is all black. Uh, it is all calm as glass. There's not any kind of waves. There doesn't need any kind of tide. Uh, The air is black. There are times where it gets kind of hard to tell where the air and the water meet and which one is which. So it's a very just kind of strange and surreal feeling as you are rowing through this blackness that could very easily just be the air. And there's nothing, there's no sound coming from anywhere except for the the occasional slap of the oars in the water and the Um, Just occasionally out of the corner of your eye, you catch like uh, ripples in the water or even like a tiny little splash, like something is moving just below the surface uh, or something is popping up for just a quick little snack. But then when you look over in that direction where you think it should have come from, the water is still just as calm as glass. So what would be about midday of, of the first day of your travel, you are rowing along uh, when the ship suddenly runs aground. One moment you're cruising through open water, and the next there's that really rough sandpaper sound um, as the boat partially beaches itself. At this point, though, everything around you is still black. The water, the air. If you look over immediately over the prow of the boat, you can see that there is, in fact, some sand there. Like, there's a sandbar that you have run into. Somebody want to cast light? I cast light. If you hold the arrow up, you can see where 
essentially the, the eight sandbars come together and they gently rise up out of the water into ridges of rock. And then those swirl together into a mass of rocks, which is the kind of the, the central part of the island. It's hard to say if those rocks look like the body of a spider uh, because that's kind of the shape they're in or if it just seems that way because you've just seen so many fucking spiders recently. Um, there's a beach that leads up to where the fangs of the spider would be. And in place of fangs, you see that there's a series of statues. There is six of them across. It looks like the four in the middle have been kind of broken off at what would be like the knee area and are just kind of missing. And so leaving just two on the, the far sides. Um, as your boat again comes up on the beach here, like that, that sandpaper sound as you, you know, you grind up onto the shore. You can see that those statues on the far sides um, have been defaced by the yellow cultists. There's, you know, skin, there's tattered yellow robes, there's... I'll yell out, don't look at them. You were able to react quickly enough. I'll say that, like, you start to feel that tug and you are now very familiar with the the kind of uh, there's no other word other like madness that seems to, to come along with this you know yellow cult stuff um, but you recognize it quickly enough this time that it it doesn't set hold and you're warning everybody else so they also uh, are, are not at risk from these statues everybody gets out of the boat thrash and chorus pull the boat up even a little bit farther make sure it doesn't like float away and you are standing on the beach kind of all averting your eyes but there is a like a cave opening behind where those statues were and the four broken ones open up away into this cave does anybody want me to like sneak up in see what's going on probably wouldn't be the most terrible idea but Malkin can go check it out first and then okay. if he wants yeah Malkin uh, rolls you enter into this cave and it, it is a, a tunnel it seems immediately unnatural the, the tunnel is very straight, even though it kind of starts to slant down very quickly. The, the walls of it are almost perfectly circular and are contiguous the whole way around. Um, it's only about a couple minutes of walking down this tunnel when it opens up into a large chamber. About As it opens up, it gets to about 400 feet wide at its most. The ground turns to sand at the kind of the edge of the tunnel, leading all the way and sloping gently down onto a beach area, and then into a large pool of water. The entire chamber is probably about a thousand feet from where you are to the, the, the far side, and save for about that 40 feet of beach, it's all water. You can see all this because the chamber is lit pretty well by seven pillars. They are spread out in a half circle along the edge of the water. They are each about 12 feet tall, maybe about three feet around. The base of them are, are bulbous and seem to proceed like perpendicularly along the ground and then into the water. The vertical part of the pillars are covered with runes that glow with turquoise light, and that is what is illuminating this chamber. On the section of beach directly ahead, there is a circle of dead bodies. There are seven of them. They are all wearing yellow robes. And nearby is a pile of rubble. When you eventually do get closer, you'll see that some of the chunks of them have runes, just like on the seven pillars. I just kind of let them know that I'm going to come back out and then come back out. Outside of the, the circle of dead bodies, um, there wasn't any, didn't seem to be any traps or anything jumping out at me. So, Well, that's good. I think it's worth a shot. If Therina says it, I, I say it. <sighs> so as you begin to make your way into the tunnel, Therina, the thundering stops. Real shit. I'm going to tell all of them that information, so I'm like, well, so we're following a dead end? I don't know. I think that means we're here. Yeah, I think that means we're here. Maybe. There's, it doesn't need to draw you in anymore because we were, we've made it. Oh, that could be true. Okay. Let's go further into the cave. Okay. As, uh, as we're walking into the cave, I want to stay like behind Thorina, like close, but not um, 
not too close, not close enough to be like creepy, but just like. What's the deal? What do you mean? You're usually at the back of the group. I don't know. I just think I feel like uh, Thorina can protect me. You're in my spot, though. <laughs> There's no assigned seats. Like, just, we're just walking into a cave. <laughs> All right. Can't argue with that. I guess I will guard the rear, then. That's not odd to you at all? It is odd to me, yes. Uh, I, I think he's... I think the underground's getting to him. He's getting better. We'll see what happens. Just keep an eye on him. Has he... You step into this, like, into the chamber itself, Farina. You begin to sense something. Um, it's kind of like knowing that the sun is shining, even though you can't see it because you can feel, like, the warmth of it on your skin. But you don't know what the thing is that you're sensing, or where it's coming from, or how you know what it is. But you just, you can sense there's a thing nearby I don't want to try to, like, talk to the king in yellow because it just brings him into my head. Um, Diggy can sense the shit. Uh, can she feel anything? You're gonna have, like, you're gonna bring her out and see what she... Give us a little bit of, like, what that looks like. I mean, it's just like a kraken... Okay, it's like a kraken charm on my... on a necklace that can be opened and then it, like... In, in the depths of that, there's the bucket dimension mm-hmm. where she can, like, come in and out of. And so then she's just, like, sticking an arm out and, like, like a snake feeling the air? Yeah, that's what that's what I would think would be, like, if she got any sort of sense of what direction that's coming from. Okay. So as soon as her arm comes out of the amulet, you all begin to feel, like, reverberations through the ground under your feet and a voice rattles through the chamber. You hear the voice in your head, all of you, not with your ears. You carry my kid as a slave? My people sue your gods for their impudence. You will suffer a worse fate. The water in the center of the pool roils and then explodes upward. A kraken the size of a two-story house crashes into the cavern. Jagged and wicked chitinous ridges run the length of its body. Its arms ripple with the strength to crush ships. And you see now that it is already gripping the glowing columns of the chamber and is using them to pull its full bulk above the water. As it does so, the hate-filled eyes of the second herald of the King in Yellow settles on Therina and Diggy with ravening intent. Is it? I can't tell if this is Malkin or just me. <laughs> like thinking, like, did we waste a lot of money bringing her back? <laughs> no. I All feel right. like we did. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, my max hit points is one fifty three now, Justina. Okay, so I can hit you extra hard. Please don't. Involuntarily. <laughs> um, Involuntarily. My, my message said that I pass go and collect 200. Oh, all. dude, that's what mine said, too. Yeah. Mine says, uh, you are invincible for the rest of the game. Do not take anything else I say on this matter seriously. This is the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I think 
think I think their name is Licklock Lore. Licklock Lore. You know, in Riften, that's uh, one of the most common names. Uh, it's it's Blick with a B. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Vic. Blick, like flick, but with a B. We're not gonna let that happen now, are we? What do we say to the god of death? Not today. Not today. <laughs> not today. We literally. That's copyrighted. That. We have to delete that out. <laughs> I said that to Varys earlier, or Varys myself. I said it to Thanner, not today. <laughs> yeah, this not predates that. Tomorrow. Are we in Rackham's past or future? I don't understand. <laughs> Could uh, maybe one of Malkin's people provide us a boat? I am a man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are the people at? I mean, they're as far as you know, they're all around. Actually, you would know. Like they're they're in the city. Like they at this point, they almost are the city. They built this city. They are rock and, oh, rock and roll. Yeah. I hate that song. Good. I love that song. Get out of here. How <laughs> you kick somebody out of this? <laughs> wow, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That escalated super quickly. <laughs> so, as you all are taking a long rest, your first long rest since you've been down here, where you can, like, actually fully resting, uh, I sent you all experience points to take and it should is that right Uh uh-huh i mean if you want fewer points no 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 that's great (laughs) uh it is it is about eight sessions worth so oh okay i was about to be like it's been a while it's been a while it's been a while sorry what is about to happen that we need to level up for uh, it just is, this is the point where you were all going to level, so. Uh, yeah, Malkin, uh, roll stealth. That is a 35 total. So not bad. I mean, it's... Could be better. Yeah. <laughs> Did you roll a 20, which is the most you can roll on? That is accurate. <laughs> 